I'm here on this end coming to you with a joyful heart to share with you words from the Word of God. I want to thank you for taking the time out, many of you all in the morning, others throughout the day, some of you in the night, as soon as you get a chance for listening. I want to thank you that even before some of you listen, you share it with others that they can listen. I want to thank you that you are taking the word from this island and carrying it across the world just by using your phone and sharing. God is using you. He's using you mightily to share his word. Your voice may not be the voice, but I can guarantee you that this voice is bringing words from the word. And if anyone says that he or she believes the Bible, then there's nothing to dispute because they are words from the word. We are looking at this matter of Lord, give me your heart. This will be our last devotion on this little series, Lord, give me your heart. Before we get into the word and build on what we started, I want to remind you of the third and fourth stanza of the song, Softly and Tenderly. He said, time is now fleeting. Yes, my brethren. Yes, my friends. Your time is fleeting. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow, we cannot promise anyone. Time is now fleeting. The moments are passing. Passing from you and from me. Shadows are gathering. Dead beds are coming coming for you and for me. Come home. Come home. Ye who are weary, come home honestly, tenderly. Jesus is calling, O sinner, come home. Oh, for the wonderful love he has promised. Promise for you and for me. Though we have sinned, he has mercy and pardon. Pardon for you and for me. Ye who are weary, come home honestly, tenderly. Jesus is calling this morning. He is calling and he's asking you to give me your heart. He wants your heart. One may ask, why God wants my heart? Maybe you did not follow along in the devotions before this one, where I gave you the reasons that we found from the scriptures. The scriptures found in Proverbs 23, 19 to 26, and Ezekiel 36, verse 26 to 28. So one may ask, why God wants my heart? What will God do with my heart? And it is clear. I say to you that he wants to change it. Oh, the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And he's asking you to give him your heart. He's asking me to give him my heart so he can change it. Not only that he wants to change it, I said to you that he wants to commission it. In verse 27 of Ezekiel 36, and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you shall keep my judgments and do them. He wants to commission your heart. But then I also said to you that he wants to certify it. In verse 28 of Ezekiel 36, And ye shall dwell in the land that I give to your fathers, and ye shall be my people, and I will be your God. You shall be 
my people and I will be your God. I'm sure that we want to be the people of God. I am sure that we want God to be our God. But in order for we to become the people of God, in order for you to become a child of God, you first of all must give him your heart. In order for him to become your father, you must accept him as Savior and as Lord, and he will adapt you into his family. But let's add another one this morning. Why God wants your heart. He wants to care for it. Just stop and think for a moment that God is asking you for you so he can care for you. Had you ever stopped and realized that it is God who created you? And when God created you, he created you for his purpose. Have you ever stopped and realized that God loves you? God is merciful. In spite of all that we say, in spite of all that we do, in spite of how we behave, God loves us. He wants to care for you. He's asking you, my son, give me your heart. I am your creator. Yes, I want to be your savior. Give me your heart. Now in verse number 28 of Ezekiel 36, he said, And ye shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers, and you shall be my people, and I will be your God. You will be my people, and I will be your God. When you become his, and he becomes yours, then you are properly cared for by him. He promised to increase their corn. He promised to keep away famine. In Ezekiel 36, verse 29 to 30, I will save you from all your uncleanness, and I will call for the corn and will increase it and lay no famine upon you. What a promise he made to the children of Israel when he asked them to give me your heart in the very same text in Ezekiel. And then he said in verse number 30, I will multiply the fruit of the tree and the increase of the field that ye shall receive no more reproach of famine. God is not asking us for something to take away from us so that we can be washed off. God is asking us for what he would love to have to make us better off. God loves you. God wants your heart. In order for him to be all that he wants to be to you, in order for you to receive the benefits that God has for you, it first must start with you giving him your heart. There is not much that we can give to the Lord. You may say, I wish I had what to give to the Lord, then I would give it. Sometimes people say, I wish I had more to give to the Lord. And they say that sometimes when they're given their offering. And as important as your offering may be to the work of God, God prefers to have you. God prefers to have your heart. So you have what you can give to God, and that is your heart. And he's pleading, he's asking you, to give him your heart. You have what to give, and that is your heart. And when you do it, he will supply and care for you. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, 
my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now, maybe this is the first time that you have heard. Maybe you did not even want to listen. But for some reason or another, you allowed it to play and you listen. And in listening, you know that it is the right thing to do. And that is to give God your heart. Maybe you are at a place that you are not happy with. Maybe you are with a group that you are not happy with. Maybe you've been looking for love and you found yourself with people who say they love you. And your life has gone down the hill. And the truth of the matter is, you're not happy. And you're still searching. Maybe you have gotten yourself in trouble and done things that you should not have done. But you know what? If you would stop today and give God your heart, God will make the change in your life. I often say, if God can save me and change my life, then God can save you too and change your life. It was the Apostle Paul, the great Christian of his day, who wrote these books under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit of God, many of them that we read in the Bible. He said when it comes to a sinner, he was chief. You couldn't put nothing past him. This man, he persecuted Christians. If he would hear you say that you are a child of God, that you accepted Jesus' finished work on the cross, he will persecute you, and he was religious to the core. But one day he met with Jesus and realized that Jesus need to have his heart, and he gave him his heart. Today, if you would stop and realize that Jesus is seeking for you, he wants to save you. If you would stop right where you are and realize that you are a sinner and Jesus Christ is the only Savior, and ask him to come into your heart, forgive you of your sins and save you, and ask him to turn your life around, he'll make something beautiful out of your life. Would you please give him a chance? Give Jesus your heart today. Let him change your life. Let him make something wonderful out of your life. He wants to change it. He wants to commission it, but he wants to care for it. He wants to care for you. No one ever cares for you like Jesus. Do you care enough to give him your heart? Our Father and our God, Lord, as I share day by day, I pray somebody somewhere would stop and listen, and God would pray, admit that they are a sinner, that they need Jesus to come into their hearts, invite him in, and as they invite you in, I know you will come in, you would save and change that life. Thank you for changing those of us who have been changed, for making us new creatures. Help us to continue to encourage those that haven't given you their hearts as yet. Have your way as we share these devotions. We love you. We praise you. We thank you. Bless every listener and every partner in a special way. Lord, many of them are calling upon you with prayer requests. Hear their prayer requests according to your word. Answer according to your will, Lord. Lord, reward them for sharing your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. May God bless you all, partners. Do have a great day. I'll be back with the next series.